for uh, several several years, and then uh, I had this one beat that I was making. I had chopped this this video of this lady had having a phobia of clowns. Yeah. And so she was like saying like, oh uh, oh gosh, I'm screaming, and I had no idea I was gonna call myself this by the way. Yeah. So I was chopping this uh the sample up, and then um, all of a sudden I started putting that clip of the oh gosh. Like my tag, yeah. and like the beginning of all my beats, I'm like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and call myself. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the that's what you hear at the beginning of the beats. Is that the, yeah. the oh gosh, yeah. And what's funny is I recently uh, found that beat. I was just like going through old beats, or whatever, and I found it because I couldn't find it for like the longest. Yeah, and I was like, I had uh, like my chill house brothers. I was telling you earlier, I'm here. One of them here actually. I was like, yo, this is the beat that started everything. Like, this is the what started my name. So, yeah, <laughs> so that's how I got. That you should name. find her. I want to. I want to get back. Find to her this. somewhere. Uh, I have the video. I should find her. You and give her her just, credit. <laughs> I want to get back to the name thing. Let's let's start the show though. Okay. All right, but don't don't flush the toilet. You are now tuned into the Crappy Awesome And welcome to another as of yet unnamed episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We're your hosts, the Diego Brown Project. I am Mr. Rush, even though nobody calls me Mr. And with me is Kill C Ray, even hey. though we'll just call him Chris. Yo. Saw that mix? Wow. <laughs> Jumped in really You slowed down, though. You slowed Did down. Did I? Yeah, yeah. I was you enunciating. Started, started I was articulating. To... Yeah. I'm not uh, used to that. I think you're just being impatient. No. We're, of course, brought to you by Platform Collection. Make sure you go over to platformcollection.com and check out all the content that's on there. There's music videos and essays and photography. Yep. It's a big thing on there now. Mm -hmm. uh, music videos, of course, as always. And uh, while you're there, you check out our sibling podcasts. There is Culture Sessions, hosted by Melathion and Archive, and produced by Spock Beats. Spock Beats. Proof of Life Radio, hosted by Kali. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Yeah, and that's it. But... The Friday Up. Wait, is that a podcast? No, that's, that's a radio show. That's, Never mind. Radio. Don't worry about that. I'll get back to that in just a second. Yeah. Life on the Road with 60 East. That's that's another podcast that's happening there. Really though, with Cookbook. Yeah. Of LA Symphony, orchestrated, hosted by Noah James and Lisa J. Yeah. The Status Escalate podcast, also hosted by Kali. Mm -hmm. And the Ghetto Blaster podcast, hosted by Ricochet. Yeah. So far. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and. So, okay, so how do we transition into telling them about the Shoebix Hologram Radio? That's your job. Man, that's a weird You're one. the voice of okay. the beginning. So the, so the newest addition to the platform collection movement is Tumex Hologram Radio. Um, the Tumex Hologram Podcast is still happening on mm -hmm. Platform Collection, right? Yep. Okay. So Tumex Hologram Podcast, but then there's also Tumex Hologram Radio, yeah. which is powered by Platform Collection. Mm -hmm. And it's going to have various shows on there, tons of music. 24 hours a day. Right. Right. One of those shows... Is hosted by you. Yeah. And that is the Friday come up. No, Friday, Friday up. up. Yep. No come up. No come up. Why you're not Friday coming up? Because I'm not giving you anything. <laughs> like you can't take anything home with you. You're, you're giving them some flavor. Yeah. You're giving but, them some flavor. They gotta give it right back. Yeah. When they're done. We exchange the energy. We just let you use it. Yeah. But that's why you had to step down from Proof of Life Radio. Yeah, because we're just spreading that. out the resources a little right, bit. Right, right, right. I'll be I'll be dropping in on Proof of Life every once in a while though. Okay. Yeah, for sure. That's what's up. So to when where can people find Two Mix Hologram Radio? Uh, you can find it at on TuneIn. Mm -hmm. You can just search Two Mix Hologram Radio. Mm -hmm. It's on TuneIn, streaming twenty four hours a day. Um, or you can go to Platform Collection. 
Um, or you can go to tumexhologram.com and they all take you to the same place. There's streaming there on the website. There's a pop-out player, so you can just have it playing in the background. Do whatever you want to do. That's what's up. Yeah. All right. So the movement keeps expanding. Uh, and of course, follow us on Instagram at Platform Collection. That is one word all spelled out. And on Twitter at Platform Collect. No shun. With no shun. Yep. Uh, tour project. Sponsor? Sponsor the word? Yeah, they're my friends. Yeah. Go support Tour Project if you want a more private web browsing experience. Learn more over at tourproject.org. That's spelled T O R and then project. I hope you know how to spell project. Yeah. That would be unfortunate. Yeah. You not Thor Project. Yeah. Not Thor. Tor. Not like the Avengers. Yeah. T O R. Yo. And uh, of course, the uh, note. Not a shout out. Mm-hmm. Also note. Yes. Burner Podcast. That's over at burnerpodcast.com. And the main show on there is hosted by yours truly, the longest running regular audio show about the Burning Man community. Woo woo. Episode 50 recorded that yesterday. Wow. You're there already. Yeah. That seems quick. The big 5-0. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, tell them about Stitcher and iTunes and all that stuff. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Spreaker, Spreaker, you can go over to platformcollection.com. You'll get all the stuff that Arash just said, plus all our episodes back to episode 65. If you want to go any farther than that, go to any of our friends on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all, right. all that good stuff. Guys, thank you for your support. The numbers keep growing because of you guys. And as Arash said, we've expanded into um, the photographer world. So you're going to see a lot more of that and a lot more. Um, we got B-Boys coming up, yeah. people you might know of, um, a lot of trendsetters in that game as well. Is going to be but, B-Boying like on the website? Uh, I don't know. Is it going to be video? It's not going to be me. Okay. I, I won't do it. You can't do a head spin? I'll hurt myself <laughs> really bad. Yeah. I, I could see myself trying to B-boy yeah. and then like dying, like an actual oh, death. Yeah. Like I could see myself being killed. Here lies to... Kill Sire. Yeah, like any of the moves I've seen lately. His name was so fortuitous. <laughs> they would kill me for sure. Kill Sire with head spin. Like, do you think that you could do a backflip and land onto your back on the ground? No, I, I think I could just land on my back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, just, but wouldn't that just kill you? Probably. Would I stop? Smash your head into the ground? Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, gosh, on accident. Yeah. Well, oh, gosh, Leotis is here today. Oh no, it never is, but a fuck is something we never give I make shit look easy Sorry to cut the flame down a little, but this beat got a bit too breezy I think they gon' try to take it from me Won't get that back Please don't make me have to hurt nobody I take that back I am really for the action I'ma last the whole damn night Hold it down like this right now Why the fuck you hate my life? Fight I'm open for some self-destruction My way until I die Fight I'm open for some self-destruction Play around with my life Fight I'm open for some self-destruction Break the ice. I will, will, will. What do we have here? Give me that puss, similar to a pack smear. I thought I was mad clear, said it the first time. Money, 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 think I get it from birthright. I run with the cutthroats, drink your knife fight. They play with your life like a tight to a slot, right? What's your damage, bro? Now take that L like Samuel. I can't do this.
this shit no longer. I'm watching her, just fucking watching her like I'm a stalker. She's a stripper, this is a dollar. Now do stuff that isn't proper. Producer extraordinaire. Dude, you're one of those guys who's been talked about on multiple episodes with multiple guests. Um, and we've never met. And uh, you've done some of the. I actually think. Uh, didn't you do. Did you do baggage claim? For fame kills? I don't know. You did some video. You've done stuff that we've worked on, like for promotion wise as well. And Famous shouted you out on the show a lot of times. Curtis has. Noah has. Um, sometimes we ask people questions and they're trying to think what to say. They're like, oh gosh. Yeah, and then people are like, oh, so you're constantly on the show. But now you're finally on the show. Ever present. Yeah. Producer. Um, you, dude, first of all, we, need, we have to have a conversation with Curtis. Yeah. Because. Oh gosh, put us onto a production crew. And how many times have we sat at Curtis's house? I just talked about it on Proof of Life Radio the other day. I've been on his sofa that stabs you in the butt when you sit on it. Right. I and think that's just your butt. <laughs> oh, no, dude. You got to sit at the corner. Oh. You've never sat at the corner. No, my it, butt's good. It could hurt you. Yeah. There's. <laughs> yeah, I bet you, oh gosh, knows what I mean. He's probably sat on that sofa a few no, times. I'm always sitting in the, the chair working. Oh, very good. Very, very <laughs> so smart. Never know. But yeah, he, he's, uh, he's part of a production crew with you. Yes. Talk about that a little bit. Um... Yeah, we're called the Chill Palace. It's uh, me, Curtis. Chip House. The Chill Palace. Chill Palace. Yes. Okay. It's uh, me, Curtis, Nobian, Captain, and Villain. Um, we were, we're all based in the IE. Yeah. And uh, we kind of had this idea to put this this group together because of uh, I did this beat battle like a long time ago. I think maybe two years ago. Uh huh. And um, one of the produ- uh, the producers I was judging the battle was kind of like saying like all these things about IE producers how they're like very underground and they have like a specific sound yeah and uh we kind of he kind of got offended by it yeah a little bit Curtis did yeah Curtis okay. yeah we kind of we, well we all did Curtis got mad Curtis, no he didn't get mad it was just kind of okay we're gonna kind of you know put something together and show you show you guys what we're really about yeah as far as like our sound because he said the sound was underground what did he mean by that like He's, what, think, what did you think he like? What did you guys assume that he was he was meaning by I, I, I feel like, like underdeveloped sound? Not underdeveloped, just more in a pocket as, as far as like you know they the can only bap. do one thing. Yeah, pretty yeah. much like boom, like that simple boom bap. Yeah, like, we can do a lot more than that. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying he's. I mean, uh, me and Curtis kind of like yeah, we should put this together and show them like you know what we can really do, what we're really capable of. Yeah. So, that kind of what brought the group together, and we are we are really close. We grew up, especially my cousins; they're part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we all have like a we we're, we have a role around this right. sound. What well, what is what is the advantage to being part of a production crew? Man, we it's, it's crazy like what, do, what do you do? How do you work together? Um, well, we all have busy schedules, but when we get together, it's super fun, man. Like it's, it's super inspiring, and we get together and we're just like, what are we doing today? And then, like, I'll start something not knowing, not having no idea what I'm going to do. And then once, you know, someone else gets in the chair, you know, they take it from there. And all of a sudden, we're just like, okay, this is it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a crazy experience. Like, somebody comes in with a bass line, the next person's like, all right, I got the kicks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll start the keys, and Captain will lay the bass line and drums, and then we'll just go from there. Right. You That's know, awesome. Like that. Have yeah. you guys, um, have you guys... Like, are, are each of the members, or do you guys have any, like, go-to people you go to for, like, oh, I, I really like his drums the most, or I like his bass lines the most, or does it just switch all the time? It's, well, we're all musically inclined. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like 
it's just pretty much how it just it's based off who starts it off. Oh, um, gotcha, Or how gotcha. we're starting it off. So, yeah. Like if I'm starting keys, like most of the time if I start keys, I'm gonna do baseline and like everything else. Yeah. And if I'm climbing with like whoever, like Nobian or Villain, they're gonna do the drums. Okay. And then I'll get back into it and I'll add drums here and there and then they'll maybe add like leads and you know just wow, all that's types cool. of harmonies and whatnot. So it's really just based off of what. You know, the feel is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> let's back up. This is your first time on the show, so let's get you properly introduced to the audience. Okay. Um, how old are you right now? Twenty-five. You're twenty-five. Brothers and sisters. I have a little brother and a little sister. Yes. Little brother and little sister. Okay. Um, both your parents still around? Yes. Okay. You grow up with both your parents. Mm-hmm. What do your parents do? Um, my dad works for a company called Fish. Okay. It's a, uh, a window cleaning company. And your mom? Uh, she stays at home. Stays at home. Okay. Yeah. Either one of them uh, artistically inclined, from what you know. No, my dad sings a little bit, but he never like took it serious or anything. Okay. Like that. But, but he did. He did. He, he had a ear though. Uh, for yeah. music, I, I guess you could say yeah. Because yeah. his mom, my grandma, she's a singer and she like toured all like all ah, around the world. And there stuff you like go. That okay. So in the house, was there a lot of music going on? Um, as far as it being played, no. But um. And when I mean played, I mean like, you know, like... Yeah, actual instruments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But my dad played a lot of music as far as like R&B and West Coast type music. Yeah. A lot of soulful sounds. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, what kind of kid were you growing up? If you had to, like, say one of your high school teachers had to describe you or, you know... Man, I was super quiet to myself. Um, I was always outside playing with my friends. Uh, Do you have a large group of friends? No, not no. Not, 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 not really. Just, and all and all my friends were musicians too. Oh, uh, okay. Musicians and skaters because I used to skate back in the day yeah. as well. Um, no longer skating. No longer skating. <laughs> I, I had to stop that and focus on music. I wasn't trying to hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I didn't really have much friends. And then when I did, there was like my marching band friends. Okay. High school. So were you um, overall what people would call a good kid? Like, was there a consensus? He's a good kid. Yeah, he stays out I, of trouble. I was, yeah, I was probably that good kid. Like, I remember the first time I got detention, I cried. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. But. <laughs> they, they beat you in there. <laughs> Man, it was, With whips. I thought <laughs> detention was the most horrible thing. But yeah, I was, yeah, all around good kid. What was it for, by the way? Um, I do not remember. I think I, oh, yeah, I accidentally hit a kid. Oh, like, it was like super accidental. We were in PE, yeah, and we were being stupid in the locker room. And I like actually like swung and hit him, and I was like, it was like complete accident. Yeah, yeah. And the teacher's like, oh, I'm gonna have to give you detention. Oh then, wow, because you got to keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> of course, that's, uh, that's did, the did, rule. Did, did, you know the rule. Did the other kid complain? No, nah, he knew it was an accident. So everybody was like, no, 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 I don't want to press charges. He's like, nah. Hey, the rules yeah. of the world, nah, homie. <laughs> nah, I, did, I didn't hit him that bad. I just hit him enough to where he started crying. Yeah. And it was like my freshman year of high school, so. And that kid grew up to be Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you hit a kid on accident hard enough where he started crying as a freshman in high school? Well, yeah. if you think about it, like say you're just swinging your arms and pap, and he runs yeah. into you. I mean, I guess like if, you if get him I in the nose, arms made out of concrete, that no. makes sense. If I just... <laughs> If I just racked you on the nose real quick, you might start getting teary-eyed. Really? I don't. I'm not saying like emotionally, but, but I would think that that's you're, where I hit him. I hit him in the nose. Yeah. Like, so your eyes will start to like tear up. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'll talk you in the face, but as soon as we. <laughs> All right. Okay. For, for experiment's sake. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's back up a little bit. When did you? When did you? How were you introduced into? Like the musical side, were you taking lessons? What was going on? How did you get into music? Um, 
uh, the story. Okay, so yeah. I didn't start doing music like as far as producing. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the, start doing that seriously till like after high school. I was producing in high school, like around eleventh grade. Yeah, what were you I working on then? Um, nothing. I was just like I was actually working on myself, like trying to figure yeah. out how to use you know the program and play keys and whatnot. Well, what program? Like, program? Uh, Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, but what I what really got me into music though was joining the marching band my freshman year. Ah, okay. And so I was a, a drummer. I played uh, bass drum. And I worked my way up to snare drum. Did, wait, did you learn that in high school? You yeah. learned how to play the drums in high school? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, that's what started everything. Was marching band in high school? And then that explains the the friends that were all musicians. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So okay, so you're there. You're you're. You start to, I assume, find that you have a knack for the drums, mm-hmm. which then leads to other instruments. Yeah. Okay. Um, but when does it? When does the light turn on? And like, oh wait a minute, I want to be fucking hip hop producer. I actually want to do this. You know what I mean for a living? Like, well, when does that pop into your what's mind? What's funny is that, um, well, I, like I said, I used the program called Fruity Loops. Yeah. Uh, my cousin's captain and villain, which is also in the Chill Palace, they yeah. were using Fruity Loops like a long time ago. I never knew what it was back then. Yeah. I, I remember going to their houses as a kid and, like, see them using it, and I was like, I want to know what that is. But I didn't figure it out till like, years later. Yeah. Once I, like, saw someone else using it, I'm like, oh, I recognize that program. Yeah. So I got it from myself, and then I just started playing with it. I had no idea what I was doing. Did anybody know you were, like, pursuing? No, not at all. No, it was just something you were doing for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I didn't, and I didn't really come out, like, as a producer until I knew, like, I was decent. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. How do you find that out, like if you're not like working with like a, a bunch of other people, how did you determine like okay, I'm I'm pretty good at this? Um, I remember in high school, my senior year, some some dude came up to me because like I I would show my friends like on my iPod, like, right, right, right. This thing I put together, um, he wants like rap on it. Yeah, and that's when I was kind of like, I never thought about anybody ever rapping over my beats. Yeah, like, that wasn't even the thing. I was just kind of making them just for fun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. How did you feel about that? Were, were you nervous? I or? Was, yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, it was because usually people would be like honored or whatever. Yeah. Like I can't believe you know it was me. I was I was pretty nervous. I'm like, I, like I don't know what you're gonna do to this. Like, yeah. this is more <laughs> of like just for me to listen to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, you didn't know if you were ready to start sharing it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, pretty much. So did that well, force no, I, you I was, into that situation? I'm sorry. Did that force you into a situation of where? Now I'm like, because you were technically you had you were making beats, but you were never in the role of a producer. Yeah, until I was just, this time, right? Yeah, I was just a beat maker. Like, yeah, like I was never really scared to show people stuff, but I was just kind of like, like people actually want to rap on it. You know, that's, yeah. that's what really got me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then I remember uh, when I sold my first beat was my uh, my ex actually my graduation, my high school graduation was the first time I ever sold a beat, mm. and that's when I was kind of like, you know what? That's when I. How did that happen at um, high school graduation? I have a cousin that has uh, his cousin. He raps or whatever. Yeah, and he he heard my beats because my I would give my like my MP3 files to my cousin. Yeah, and he would just like show them to to people. I didn't want him to because I was so kind of like shy. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. My music, whatever. But um, he, he was managing you. Yeah, low key. Yeah, I guess yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he he showed him the music and he was like, "Yo, I want to buy some beats off of you," and he was pretty serious. I don't, I'm not sure if he does music now because that was yeah. a long time ago. But, um, yeah, he bought it. He came to my graduation. He came to my house. All my family was there. And I'm on the computer, like, showing him the, some beats, whatever. And he yeah. bought this one beat. And I was like, this is pretty cool. I made money off of something that I didn't even take serious. Yeah. You know so that's kind of what started everything. How um, was the beat? Did you like that beat that you sold? Uh, at the time, yeah. If I yeah. listen to it, I, I don't even think I have the beat now. Yeah. But Did you like him? Yeah, he was a cool dude. Yeah, He's yeah. super cool. I haven't talked to him in years. But, yeah. but, yeah, he was a cool dude. The song was dope that he did on top of it. 
Um, but yeah, that's kind of what started everything. Like, that's what made me want to, like, take music seriously. So, what well, was it almost immediate? You sold that beat and then you were like, oh, hey, this is, this yeah. is what I want to do. Okay, so... I mean, because we have a lot of young producers that listen to people that are barely starting out as well. Mm-hmm. What What's the leap from, yo, I sold a beat from, I was making it for myself first, I sold a beat and now I need to become a business. Like, how does that, how do you make that transition? Because obviously we're sitting in your studio right now. This is, it's not a small investment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like you could just go to Target and pick up all this shit and yeah, I'm good to go. There's thousands of dollars in your studio. So that means that there's an investment in time being put into that. And the address is. Yeah. (laughs) And and so you jump from pretty much a high school graduate going out into the world to like, oh shit, I need to start investing time into this thing. So what is, what are your first few moves to start going in that direction? Man, um, well, after I sold that first beat, I didn't sell beats to anybody. Like, it, it took me a while to actually start, like, selling beats to people. Yeah. Or, like, actually getting myself heard. Yeah. So, um, between the time of me so selling that beat... thing happened when I lost my virginity. Yeah, and yeah. I get laid again for, like, five years. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but, um, what is it? Yeah, from when I sold that beat to when I started, like, going to shows and, you know, showing my, my craft or whatever, um, I was just practicing, like, yeah. a lot. Because, like, I would hear all these music, all this music, because I think around the, that time, Drake was, like, just coming out. Yeah. And I wanted to, like, make beats that was like that, and... And I was listening to, like, a lot of hip-hop stuff, too, you know? Yeah. I was just trying to figure myself out as far as, you know, a musician and whatnot. And I was like, before I really start taking it serious, like, because I don't want to be able to just sell, the or not sell, but as far as, uh, you know, marketing myself. I didn't want to just, like, have just one sound. I wanted to be super versatile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just, like, practicing, like, different ways to, you know. To make new sounds and new beats. Yeah, pretty much, like, arrange my drums and play keys and whatnot. Just, like, just different arrangements. yeah. So it took a how long? A good maybe like a a year or two because like, I was still selling beats to that same artist. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. A, for, a, uh, for a minute. Um, but then once I started like getting out and and uh, I think it was I think I was ready pretty much when I started going to shows. Yeah, like uh, I had a wide variety of beats and people were just hitting me up. And so were you going to shows purposely to put yourself out there, or um, were you just taking in the shows and you happen to meet the artists? Pretty much. Um, I was going to shows really cool. I had a band back in the day called yeah. Thursday, Thursday Night Out. Um, and that's kind of how I got, you know, in the scene. Yeah. The music scene out here. Playing drums in the band? I was playing keys at the time. Oh, and, okay. at the, and I was actually learning to play keys. I was I was in the band. So that helped me out as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like introduced like to a lot of the, to the, um, like the artists around the one yeah. night. But we broke up and then I was still going to the shows because I thought it was, you know, a cool environment. And then if people were starting to figure out that I made beats... I remember going to um, my actually my cousin Captain uh, his release for his beat his uh his beat album I forgot what it was called uh-huh. but um that's when I kind of started getting recognized to people and people were like knowing that I was a producer yeah I was around him a lot and then I did my first beat battle and I lost yeah <laughs> and uh, you know who you lost to you remember I lost to Curtis King <laughs> oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah I lost to Curtis King in. After that day, I that like changed my whole perspective of making beats. Why? Because it was the first round. Like mm-hmm. it was the like when the event started. Yeah. They said Curtis King and oh gosh the stage. And I got on the stage and I lost and I was hurt because I drove all the way to Riverside and I lost and I didn't get to show off any of my other beats. Uh-huh. And I I like went into hiding. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't talk to to anybody for a minute. Like I was just really like. I'm about to just make nothing but beat battle beats. Yeah. So because you wanted to avenge the the loss. Yeah, pretty much. Wait, wait, back up a little bit. So, 
Did you lose? Did you feel like you lost? Yes. Yeah. At first, no. But now yeah. that I think back and look at like what he played and what I played, yeah, he for sure like he smashed. Like, yeah. He, he yeah. killed me for sure. Yeah. But um, uh, but once I you know came back to the next beat battle, I didn't. I haven't lost a beat battle since. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How long ago was that? Um. That. Ah, man. 2012, 2013. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you literally just went home and so the loss just fueled yeah. like your development as a producer. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever battle Curtis again? Yes, I did. And mm-hmm. then I, I ended up uh, beating him. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny though because like... I, That's like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I'm hearing the Rocky team in my yeah. head. <laughs> <laughs> He's all in his room. Like, I mean, must win. He got, knocked out. he got knocked out by one of the best though. So yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's yeah, still that's King, a worthy... Curtis King is dope, man. Yeah. That is an honorable loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I, you avenged it. Yeah. 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 It was a yeah, it was a crazy thing. I didn't think I was gonna be like winning all the battles after that. I mean, I don't think I'm like, you know, crazy dope, but that's just what was happening. Yeah. You know, I just knew what to bring to beat battles. Yeah. Okay, so, so well, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I want I want you to elaborate on that some more. Like, what sorts? Do you think like there are certain kinds of beats that work in battles better than something you'd produce for? Definitely. What what sorts of things? Um, anything that's that's hard hitting. It's like West Coast. Boom, bap, and if it's mixed right and it's swinging right as far as the drums, mm. you're good to go. Okay. I mean, it also de- uh, depends on the judges. Like, a lot of judges out here like a, like the hip-hop sound, the West Coast, uh, swing, you know, all of that. If you're playing, like, R&B and, and trap, like, I don't think it's going to work out. Unless you're playing a trap beat, it gets another trap beat. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that case, then you might win because you're going to pick the best trap beat. Yeah. But uh, most of the time, I was bringing, like, West Coast and, you know, boom, bap, Type records. What do you what do you have like in your arsenal when you go to a beat battle? Like, are you always ready with backups or are you? Because there's, I know some producers who do beat battles a lot, and they're always playing off of the other person. And then mm-hmm. there's some that just come; they're gonna play what they're gonna play no matter what. Where do you fall? I just i I literally bring ten beats uh, and then I just play what I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in any order, or do you already have like a preconceived? Notion of how you're gonna play it. It just it depends on who I'm going against. So if I'm going against like somebody that I feel somewhat threatened by, yeah, then I'm gonna just play something crazy. Yeah, you know, I'll, or if I just know I'm gonna win or whatever, I just play something like that I can just like waste because you can't like waste your type. You yeah, know, you yeah, I've seen that happen a lot. Yeah, I've seen that happen too. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it sucks, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I just bring like 10, 12 beats and just call it. Yeah. I just, I just, I tell myself, just bring the hardest beats that you have. Don't sit there and put like 20, 30 beats on a flash drive and just play by ear. Yeah. Like if you know you're dope and you know you have dope beat battle beats, yeah, you'll, you'll win.
It's interesting, man. I don't know how much you follow like fighting and stuff, but some of the best fighters in the world train in that very same way. Like uh, I've heard a lot of the greatest fighters talk about how they don't train for the opponent because that's like it's giving the opponent too much. Right. Yeah. You just got to train your best skill set and just know that skill set is it be believing that skill set and that that skill set will defeat whoever. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't even matter what they're going to do. I fear not the man who has done who has practiced 10,000 kicks, yeah. but the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bruce yeah. Lee. Oh, so, look, yeah. Fucking, look at you dropping quotes on the show. Yeah. I'm wow. pretty sure I butchered the quote. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, get, I get exactly yeah. what you mean. You forgot that at the beginning of that sentence, he said, this is not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've been to beat battles where like, I was just going to go watch. Yeah. And they thought that I was going to you know, enter the beat battle. And they're like, oh, I made beats just for you, just so I can, you know, yeah. have some type of, of advantage or maybe an advantage. Yeah. And I was like, don't do that. Like, just... Yeah, because I'm not even in the battle now. Yeah, like, what not, are you going to do? <laughs> but not even just that. Even if I was in the battle, don't, don't just make stuff for me. Just yeah. make what you think is dope. You know what I'm saying? You're your own producer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't know. That's that, That's just how I feel. Like, I'm not going to make beats because I know if I use this beat, it's going to beat this producer... And you know, so on. I'm just gonna make this dope stuff. Yeah, and just and then go there ready. Okay, so how do you how do you strive from? I mean, how do you go from? Um, so you're beat battling, but there's obviously a transition into becoming like a full fledged producer and getting behind songs and structuring stuff. Mm-hmm. When did when was that? When did you get the first opportunity to really do that? To sit with an artist and really produce a song. I think when I started producing for an artist named Calligraphy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Calligraphy. He's been we've on. Had, yeah. We've had him on a couple of times. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's my homie. Um, I did a project with him a long time ago called The Pessimist. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the first album that I produced, like, with, with it just being all me. And I got yeah. to sit there and record it and all that. Um, as far as, like, make... I mean, the difference between making, you know, records and then beat battle beats. Yeah. Beat battle beats, you just... Everything is just knocking. Right, right, right. No right. structure. Yeah, you're just everything is just punching. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying We're, with records, <clears throat> it has to have some. To me, it has to have some type of structure to where it doesn't sound repetitive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting throughout the whole song. Yeah, and I had the opportunity to you know do that with him. Yeah, um, especially with the Curtis King album, um, uh, Jubilee Year. Yeah, like I had I had a lot of fun on that album. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, with that being said, like th- those two guys, um, it's like in a beat battle. It's you know you, you've got like it's like an elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. You know you've got that one minute. It to really is catch right? someone's attention, right? Yeah, because it's a limited amount of time right. for the audience to hear it. Whereas like a production, like a song, it's like you're sitting down and having a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Like you're gonna be able to get through the nuances and yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and some of the best songs reveal themselves like days or months or years yeah. after, you yeah. know, because they just sit there in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting, man. We, uh, like I said, dude, you've all you've been one of those names that people would just drop on the show, and um, I kept hearing it. And the last time we sat down with Curtis, I was like, "Yo, I really want to get Ogosh on here because one of the things that I find really interesting, especially with an artist like Curtis, right, is that uh, he's a producer. Mm-hmm. But and, and then there's that that feeling as a rapper and a producer when you hand over you know, that part of the creative side to another person. Like, there has to be, like, this trust there. Um, But there also has to be, like, I'm assuming that at this point you've produced for um, some really great artists and and for yourself. What is a way to make 
an artist feel comfortable like when you're in the studio like how do what's the vibe got to be for you can you um, can you produce it under any vibe or do you like to shoot for yeah i mean if when i have a new even a new artist that i'm working with for the first time yeah. like i'll i'll sit here to have a conversation with him or her yeah um I'll say, well, what, what's your vibe right now? Like, what are you listening to? Yeah. You know, well, um, I don't want to just, you know, sit here and just work. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to get to know the person, see where their head is at, see what they like to listen to. Because I, I feel like I can create a lot of things as far as music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll have people come in here and say they want some live stuff, and I'm, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, well, I'll just, I'll just fill them out and see where their head is at, and then I'll just, like, play things. Like, I'll just play beats that's similar to what they want. Mm-hmm. And then I'll start from scratch and we'll just go from there. And sometimes they'll be even like writing the song and then we'll structure it as I'm creating the beat. Yeah, yeah. You know Do you so, ever have situations um, where it's just not clicking? Uh, as of lately, no. Yeah. Um, everything that I've been doing so far, especially since I moved here, um, it's been super smooth. Yeah. Like, there's no distractions. Because I used to stay at my parents' house. That's yeah. kind of like where everything started. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, no, I haven't had any situations like that lately. Um, I, I've, I'm, but those, those times when I had, uh, like the people come over mm-hmm. and they'll say, oh, uh, we need a beat like this, or we want to do a record like that. But they're, they're just like too serious. You know what I'm saying? I like yeah. to make everything fun and, yeah. and, you know, easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, the funner it is, the easier and faster things are to go by. You know what I'm saying? So. Do you feel like you attract a certain type of artist? Like if an artist gets in to hear your sound, is that usually, are they usually like similar type of people? Have you noticed that through your production? Wait, what do you mean exactly? Like, um, like I'm thinking like off the top of my head, like the two that we know the most are Fame and Curtis. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that they're also friends and their vibe, they can vibe out together. Yeah. And then each one of them vibes with you. Like, do you have you, and maybe you've never thought about it, but if you look back now, are those like the, they, I mean, and they're both people of like really great character as well. They're just yeah. good people. Do you find that you attract those types of artists mostly? Or are you getting artists in where you're like, well, we probably wouldn't be friends outside of the studio, but we work good in the studio? Yeah, I've, I've, I have a couple of uh, artists that come in here that I work with, but I don't hang out with them. Yeah. It's like that. We just we just work, and I'll, just, I'll go to their shows to come to my shows. Yeah. But that's it. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? But like with me and Curtis, uh, that, we'll, we'll, we went to Skies on the other day. Like that's like one of my best friends. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, so we, you went to what the other day? Sky Zone. Oh, we, okay. we went to Sky Zone on Friday. Uh, like, what like, is Sky Zone? It's a trampoline park. Mm. It's a trampoline park. Yeah, it's a yeah. whole park of trampolines. Well, you know, Curtis is doing the trampoline thing. No. Yeah, he talked about it on the last show. He bought a trampoline. Oh, I remember. He has that. a little one in the house. And yeah, yeah. He's jumping up and down. He's trying to find. He loves the trampoline. It's part yeah. of his thing. And so there's an entire park that has trampolines. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sky Zone. There's one in San Diego. Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, we went there. I love that place. I've been going there since like forever ago. And yeah, you do backflips. Like, what do you do there? I I I backflip, front flip, side flip, <laughs> dodgeball, <laughs> basketball, yeah. all that. Wait, so there's games and stuff. Too? Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's like a yeah. kids park, like. You know, one. I mean, there's a lot how, of adults. There. How? I'm, I, well, I mean, we have like listeners in like Australia. Like, I'm trying to give them a. An Dude, idea. I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> what, pretty common now, right? Oh, there's yeah. a they're lot getting, of them all over the place. Yeah. 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 So, well, they're even coming up with all kinds of trampoline parks. Like, and they're not even called Sky Zone. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love that place, man. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I just I, when I go there, I feel like a kid. Yeah. And it's crazy. I get a lot of inspiration when I'm there. You know, what I'm saying like I'm there and I'm like enjoying myself. Yeah. And I, I don't have to think about anything. Like I'm just. Just jumping my heart away. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. What I'm saying? So, I mean, it probably so. puts you in a in a mental state where you're just wide open. Yeah. 
to yeah. like good energy, and that's all that's around you. Can I trampoline at 6'5", 220 pounds? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is it a really big trampoline? Yes, their trampolines yeah. are huge. It's probably as big as this rug right here. Yeah, I think they're Olympic quality trampolines as well. Wait, is, this rug is not that big, though. <laughs> They have, I mean, they have bigger ones, too. <laughs> okay. a, There's a bunch of them, though. Okay. Yeah. I went, I've been to a park um, with my godkids. Yeah. And they had one where it was like, it was a, they were about the size of this rug, which is, uh, it's like four, five it by be, five. It might be a little bigger than this. Yeah. But uh, they're just lined up, like, completely. It's, it's like a whole okay. floor of them. That's so a, you're just jumping from, you know, Oh, all you can of them. jump from trampoline to trampoline. Well, at yeah. this one, you can. Yeah. Are people like smacking into each other when they're jumping from trampoline to no. trampoline? The, the, the people that work there will make sure you don't. That okay. doesn't happen. Yeah. This right. is a super fun place. You got to go one day. This is the best I think you should go with Curtis. Thing, yeah, this is the best thing I've learned today. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with my day of podcasting. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. All the value in this yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you and, you and Curtis go trampolining. That's yeah. so hip hop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's how tight you. That's yeah. how tight you guys are. Yeah. So I mean, and he's. I mean, he's talked very highly of you. Um, Dude, I just I didn't know that Captain was your cousin. Yeah, that's interesting too because it's a, just another name that I hear a lot. I think Curtis actually said that on. Yeah, that Fame uh, Fame talks about him as well. And, yeah, uh, yeah, Fame and Captain did a whole project together. I think a couple of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's um, are they is Captain? How much older is Captain than you? I always forget how old he is. I think he's twenty eight, twenty nine. Okay, okay. So, but he's a few years older than you. Yeah. So, um. Man, because it's just, I always find it weird. Yeah. Not weird, but it's uh, like when there's that much talent in a family. Like, you know it's what I mean? It's unfair. Well, because <laughs> some, sometimes, uh, uh, like, oh, like, um, here's just a weird one. The Jacksons? Noah, Noah would appreciate this one. So there's a wrestler. Um, what is her name? Ronda she's, Rousey. No, she's Snoop Dogg's cousin. Huh? It just happened to, like, she's a, uh, and she's like the, she was like the champion. Yeah, yeah. In WWE. And it just so happened that she was like Snoop Dogg's first cousin. Yeah. Like, how does that, how do you get the roll of the dice that close? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that'd be like you and then, you know, you, you start a radio, you're on a radio show and then your cousin's a rapper. And yeah. then this, how does that happen? It seems like that's pretty common though, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's like this, the, the, the lineage, there's always a lineage. Like, it's a lot harder to break out of a family where like nobody's supporting your, yeah, yeah, yeah. your endeavors. Yeah, there's like a, at least there's a level of understanding yeah. of what these guys are doing in their family, right? Yeah. Does, does your, okay, so what is your, what do your parents think? Like, do I've, they, do they get it yet? No, they, they, well, now that I'm in my own, this is, yeah. now that I'm in my own house, they, yeah. they definitely get it now. Because yeah. that's what I do to pay the bills. Right, right, music. right. So, I mean, at first, it was kind of like, you need to go to school, you need to do this. I mean, I am going to school. Yeah. But um, they didn't really take it as serious as I did. Yeah. But now that they see me being successful and doing records with so-and-so and, -so and yeah. whatnot, like, they're really supportive. Yeah, because the no, they know it pays the bills now. Yeah. Yeah, that's the so, one thing parents always yeah. do. They just want to know that you're going to pay the bill. They want to know that you're not going to come back at some point and just die in their house. Yeah. <laughs> Once they get past that, they're happy. <laughs> My shit is paying the bills, and they're still not happy. Yeah. Well, they don't really believe it, though. Yeah, they, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. You got to work on them believing you. Uh, <laughs> I give up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've always supported me, but they always, uh, you know... Well, they, they're parents. Me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Did your pops into your music? Oh, they, my parents love my music. Uh, yeah. So, because, uh, yeah, they're, I mean, they're only like 40, my mom's, well, 40, I'm 25, so she's 45, my dad's 44. So they're still young. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they yeah. listen to the music I listen to. 
Yeah. yeah. That's cool, that, that, That's something we've been finding more and more on this show, which is mm-hmm. like a trip to us. Like, having parents that are into hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So weird. Yeah, we've had a, a few, like, really younger artists, too, where their, their like, dad, like, literally yeah. showed them, like, Ice Cube or something. Like, not, not anything that that late, late yeah. you know what I mean? They're you would think like, that it's just like the the immediate reaction of a kid is to like try to rebel against parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like your parents like hip hop, R&B, so like you're like, fuck, fuck that. It. I'm going <laughs> to play. Listen to metal. Yeah, metal. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say smooth jazz, but yeah. it's not as far away. I don't know, maybe it stays less in the lot for hip hop. Hip hop's really good. It's just man. good, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. okay, so um, what were your, let, let's talk a little bit about that. Like what were your like musical tastes? Like what phases did you go through musically? Before you started, like, dealing with hip-hop and, you know, soul and R&B? Um, so, well, like I said, when I was younger, my dad he used to play, like, a lot of R&B in yeah. the West Coast. And when I mean West Coast, I mean, like, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dub C, Ice Cube, all those cats. Um, and then I was, like, listening to that. And then when I got into high school, you know, when you get into high school, you start to, like, learn yourself. Yeah, and yeah, explore yeah. different things. You start um, to discover your body. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got into marching band, and, and what's crazy is that when I started playing drums and listen and then listening to music after I started learning to play drums, yeah, I started to hear things in music that I'd never heard mm, before. Uh, yeah. It was a crazy feeling. And uh, um, after that, I started listening to other musics like jazz and like rock. Yeah, like it was just because the appreciation was different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So. And now what's a day consist of, of, oh gosh, Leota's play, a personal playlist? What does that usually consist of? <laughs> Man, I, I wake up and when I, I get in my car and I'm playing, what do I play in my car? I play a, a lot of things, actually. Um, right now I'm actually listening to a lot of uh, Eastbound, or EMP, I'm not sure if you guys know who that mm. is, but they're from like Canada. Uh-huh. Uh, this is producer named uh, Wonder Girl. Uh-huh. She's done stuff like Jay-Z and Travis Scott and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Those are like my, my favorite producers. Um, well, like, so are you mostly like, listening to instrumental stuff? Yeah, funny, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always on SoundCloud just listening to producers. Yeah. So that's where I get most of my inspiration from. Yeah, that's such an, an ama- it's become an amazing community. Yeah. SoundCloud, like I, I've recently um, talked to and linked up with some producers where I'm just like, man, they're amazing. And then I go on SoundCloud and I'm like, holy shit, everybody knows they're amazing. They yeah. got like three million followers or. Yeah. or and it's such a it's such a cool community because I think on SoundCloud the producers definitely takes the forefront a lot mm-hmm. of times in, in a lot of these communities and that's yeah. it, it's helped expand that out. Do you feel um, like when you're listening to rapping, right? Like you hearing like a rap album, is it hard for you to just focus on the words? It takes me a while to uh, to actually like listen to the lyrics yeah. of the song. Like I'm always paying attention to like the instrumentation yeah. of the beat and stuff like that. But if I'm like listening to it over and over again, it'll probably take me like a month to actually listen to the song and yeah. what it's oh, talking wow. about. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that for me. Okay, so what about for like a young producer right now? Like, what if the? I mean, it's, it's he's a high school kid, doesn't have a whole lot of uh, means to to acquire a bunch of stuff. What's a good jumping off point for them? If you had to, if you had to give somebody some advice, here's some jumping yeah. off. I would say what I start off with. I had my mom had a computer in the house, mm-hmm. um, just, and of course they come with like computer speakers. Right, that's all you really need. Yeah, because like when I was making beats, like I wasn't using like a USB keyboard or anything. Like yeah, that. I you're was just using, using the, the key- keyboard. Yeah, the keyboard yeah. on the computer, like Curtis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's all you really need. Yeah, that's all you really need. Yeah, a computer. That's literally all you need. Computer and speakers, and you're fine. Yeah. 
So, and this, I mean, nowadays there's so many like free programs people can get. Man, and it's, yeah. there's so many things you can get off the internet. It's ridiculous. Right, 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 right. That's the main reason most people don't start though. Like they're obsessed with the idea that they need to do it the way that other people are doing it. Like like somebody they've seen in YouTube videos or on TV, yeah. like, oh, they're doing it on Ableton or they're doing a lot, like, I have yeah. to do it or with they have that. all this outboard yeah. gear, right. so I can't do it right. until I have that. Yeah. And, and, like, we've discovered that with everybody we've interviewed that, um, yeah, the ultimate thing people agree on is just start fucking doing it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we've, I don't think we've sat with a single person who has said, no, no, no. This is what you need. I started out with a Nikon, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah. Like, like a super expensive setup. No, everybody has had that attitude of like, yeah. it doesn't matter what the equipment is. You just start doing it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if I started off on Ableton, that's what I would be using right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is if that's what you want to do, just find a program, learn it, and then run with it. Is everybody in, does everybody in the crew use uh, free loops? Yeah, everybody uses free loops. Oh, wow. How convenient is that? Shit. Mm-hmm. Very convenient. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I'm the only one in the group using FL Studio 12. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they all uh, use FL Studio 9 and up to yeah. 11. But, I mean, when they come over here, we'll use 12. Yeah. But I, I'm the type of person that likes to upgrade everything. They have the newest do. one. Yeah. yeah so Because you probably... Yeah, are you one of those people who likes to learn everything about the program? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we just had right. a we just had a photographer on the show by the name of Nerve. You guys are very similar. It's it's weird because it's two different art forms, but mm-hmm. very similar. He's like one of those guys who has to he really like learns everything about the camera and he wants to know everything about it. And then he's constantly looking for the a cha- basically challenging himself. Mm-hmm. He just never really stops. Yeah. What what about for you as um I, I gotta ask. I'm yeah. sorry. FL Studio. Uh, just technical geek question. Yeah. What is a good advantage to FL Studio 12 versus 10? <laughs> um, for one, it looks better to me. <laughs> um, there's yeah, there's a lot of things you can do in FL Studio 12 that I can't even come come up with right now. Um, oh yeah, as far as like it, everything is faster in FL Studio 12. Uh-huh. So as far as like mixing the beat and uh, you know inserting things in certain places, it's like the hotkeys are just a lot easier right. and it's just faster. Hotkeys, really kids, weird. learn that. Learn what hotkeys. Yeah, hotkeys will save, save your life. You so much time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, for those of us who, do, for those of the people who don't know, because I know what a hotkey is. Yes. I just want you to tell the other people what hotkeys okay. are. <laughs> oh, hotkeys are pretty much like just shortcuts to doing certain mm-hmm. things. So yeah, yeah, that's all it is. It's yeah, it's a, a combination of keys that are programmed right. to a certain right. task. Yeah. Yeah. Learn your your learn your tool. Yes. Yeah. Right. YouTube it. Yeah, no, he said the same thing. Nerd Yo, said that, the same thing. That's another thing. thing. Uh, YouTube, you can like, learn a lot of stuff from YouTube University. Yeah. Apparently, you can learn everything yeah, yeah. Yeah. on YouTube. That's I, what my, my friend Nabin called it, YouTube University. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is. Uh, again, Nerve was talking about the same thing. He's like, that's my college. He's like, I, I take he, He's gotten to a point where he's like, I do 30 minutes a day no matter what mm-hmm. on YouTube about whatever. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I'm on like lecture number five of an evolutionary biology. Oh yeah, you're learning about evolutionary biology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a crazy thing. thing with the with the schools putting yeah. their lectures up. That's how do they not know that that's going to lead to their their downfall for sure. <laughs> you can find Yale yeah. and and Harvard lectures on YouTube that are. In full. Do you still want to go be in that environment? Do you sure. really? Though? Yeah. If I was, yeah. What if you're trying 19, to get paid? 20, I'm like 20 years You're old. Like, do I, I, wanna, really I, wanna, I wanna go pick go up some Yale five girls. Years, or do I want to get paid now? Yeah, no, I know. I'm not a logical 19. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So you're a real 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this, dude. Now on a on a personal level, when do you find yourself like the most creative? Like what has to happen? Other than the trampoline, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, <laughs> um, but what kind of headspace do you have? Oh, that's crazy. It's funny. Um around the uh, around like nighttime. 
I don't think it goes for anybody. Oh, excuse me. Um, around nighttime, that's when everybody gets a lot of inspiration. I don't know what it is, but it's just like a certain type of energy that you have when it's dark. Yeah. That's why I have the curtains up. That's yeah. why I have the curtains up and I have these lights, like colors. I don't know what it is, but it does something to my brain. Yeah. Wow. And I'll just sit here and just create stuff. Like, I have different settings. I can set it's like purple, blue. I can, I can have oh. it fade, like the way it is yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he has two uh, uh, globes. Balls. Uh, yeah, balls. He's got yeah. a two balls. balls on top of his speakers that are right now changing colors to turquoise yeah. and pink and red. And yeah, uh, yeah that's funny because like most people try to spend money on like recreating sunshine mm -hmm. in like their homes, but he, he, you go the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it colorful in here with the lights. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a lot. That's what uh, that inspires me a lot. It's just like the tones in the room. Yeah. Just a boy, she just a girl. But think alright when there's nothing left, they rule the world. The planet share up in the terror where the roots need water pair with life from stars a million miles away so they can make the air Seems was prime to a bug surf. People call it beat chick lane, he's preferred line. Lives his life, on your waist is turned, then choose me when it's time to finish. When the beast pass goes back around, when the seed was planted, grows bigger now. Same plant get harvested and repackaged for the farmer's kid and the farmer's kid making symphonies. Music played in the baby's Johnson when the birth is here, she gotta make the milk. She eat that plant from the baby's tongue. When the baby eats, the cycle come. We begin to end and then the cycle's done. We end the start, nothing changes but the order that go down is a blessing. Everything a matter as the master energizer birth. You know it all come from the earth, so bless us. Mental, physical, the spirit plan to see from what you say and do. Reap from what they hear and bless us. Can you raise if you don't make them? Made a mate without internal incubation, stoking napalm. Cause your honor and your highness make a minor in a climate with the cloud of monoxide with liquid dries and fire rises. It's bad when it really matters most. Yeah, desire, but would you lie to a guy a lacrimose and then deny that a sealant on the older roots to grow? Then what's the sun? A childish martyr with a message to consolidate the heart. Turns a sword, brought to a bug, sir. People call a feet, chick, lion, he's the fur. Lion lives his life, hold your waist is turned in. Choose me when it's time to feast. These fans go back to ground with the seeds planted, grows bigger now. Same plant get harvested and repackaged for the farmer's kin and the farmer's kin making symphonies. New plate is the baby drums, so when the birth is here, she gotta make the milk. So she eat that plant for the baby's son. When the baby eats and the cycles come, we begin to end and then the cycle's done. We end the start and then change it, but the order that it go down in. So bless us. Everything a matter as the master energizer birth. You know it all come from the earth, so bless us. Mental, physical, the spirit plan to see from what you say and do, or reap from what they hear and bless up. Bless 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 uh, somewhat, yeah. Yeah, explain. Unpack that a little bit. Uh, well, explain yourself. Let me see. How could I? How could I say this? Um, is there a God? Oh, of course, yeah. Okay. Yes, I, I, I do believe in uh, yeah, God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I used to be really religious back in the day. Um, when I moved out to Rialto, which is where Curtis lives, uh huh. Yeah. Um, I met one of my really good friends, which is also a producer now, uh, Bruce Johnson. His family's super religious. Um, I, I, I didn't really pay attention to it as much because I wasn't like brought up that way. Yeah. But I met him and his family was, you know, raised that way. 
and I would like go to church with him every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, and I I liked it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And my parents, well, my dad really, he grew up a Jehovah's Witness in his yeah. family. And I kind of grew up that way as well, but I didn't really pay attention to it. And my friend, who was, she was Christian, and uh, what is it? I would just, you know, I, I kind of, like, learned a lot of my moralities being around, you know, him. He yeah. was a very good, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, a litmus test? No, not, not that. Uh, this, I can't even think of the word right now. But he was a good... Um, role model? Role model, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, he, he wasn't was walking around smacking kids. Yeah, he wasn't doing anything stupid or, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of stuff that kids do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he was a good yeah role model for me. So, you know, with that being said, that kept me out of trouble. I mean, not that I was ever getting in trouble, but my head was kind of in a, a horrible space before I met him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? so. Mm. What does that mean? Uh, there's like a lot of things that I, I dealt with as far as like being bullied and mm-hmm. living in certain areas. Cause I used, Were you have you um, have you dealt with like depression and anxiety? Uh, no, never. No, never. No. Nah. There's been times where I was like mm. down, but I think I mean looking back at it now, I was just kind of like trying to figure out you know where I was at in my life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. I mean, like I was like I said, a lot of things were happening. Around that time, yeah. before, before I met him, yeah, uh, I was like being bullied a lot because yeah. I was quiet, uh-huh. which is something else I mentioned at the, uh, earlier in the show. Right, um, I was quiet, so people were always like, you know, trying to pick at me. Easy whatnot. target, yeah, yeah. So um, I met him, and then I kind of like he made me feel like I can be myself and not have to worry about you know what other people thought yeah. about me and you know all that stuff. So um, I just continued to just do that, just, yeah, just just be. You know, and you, to myself. And you were going to church with him for a while? Yeah, Is that going, what happened? Yeah, I was going to church for him for a long time. Uh-huh. And then um, I just I stopped going. I don't know why I stopped going, but I just kind of like stopped. I go yeah. every now and then. It's been a minute since I've been, to be honest. But So uh, what is it now when you feel like, oh, I, wanna, I want that feeling? You know what I mean? Because obviously something about going, and maybe not even necessarily the religion itself, but something about the vibe was was affecting you. What, oh yeah, the, how being, do you recreate that now? Being in the the yeah, being in church, like the presence, yeah, and everybody there, you know, for the same reason. Sure, like, it's a you know, it's yeah. an awesome feeling. You know, what I'm saying, and I kind of get that same feeling here with the music. You know, what uh, I'm saying, like the, yeah, how yeah, the yeah. music's being played and how I'm I'm playing it. You know, and it's just like. I know it's very it's very filling. Uh, you you, you seem to you're you're very good at figuring out what particular mood sparks off a thing that helps you grow, mm-hmm. and and you can kind of look like lock in on that and go try to recreate it. Like this is really interesting the way that you have your room set up, mm-hmm. uh, the studio. Like you're aware that there's a particular time of day that makes you feel more creative, so you're trying to recreate that feeling. Yeah. In order to create more of that, is it, is it something you've always been intuitive with, or uh, did you do you remember like the first time you had that kind of thought process of like, oh, this this mood works, so I'm going to keep trying to recreate this thing. Yeah, because like when I was at my parents' house, I would uh, I would create at nighttime with headphones, mm-hmm. and then um, I don't know for some odd reason I can create all night. You know what I'm saying? So I think with me, you know, creating the room the way I did, as far as having the curtains up and you know having it dark in here with the lights, um. I just it just felt like it was nighttime. I never knew what time it was. I had nothing to distract me. Yeah. You know, I was just, you know, just do my thing. Yeah. With the vibe that I created. Have you ever felt like um cuz are you are you do you feel like you're like a pretty introspective person? Like are you con- are you in your head a lot? <laughs> yeah. 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 So do you find that that plus like something like this where you're closing yourself off to the world a little bit, does it ever like what are some of the negative effects that it's had? 
on your life? Because I'm sure it's not always perfect. Yeah. Like, are there times where people feel you're not present or you're thinking about something else? Is it, you, know, you, you have a girlfriend, right? Yeah. yeah so you're moving with your girl. I'm sure <laughs> that comes up, right? About that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that comes up though, right? That maybe yeah. you're not being present. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, with your girl, with your girlfriends, I'm pretty sure you guys yeah, you know, have yeah. females in your life. Um, you always have to give them time, you know what I'm saying? So I do spend a lot of time in here. Yeah. And that could be, you know, that could throw me off a little bit. But then I also have to understand, you know, where she's coming from. Right, Because I right, can't right. just, like, just keep doing me, 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 me. I got to give her time, too. Yeah. Like, you know, I love her. I can't yeah. just, like, pretend that she's not here. Yeah. You know she's creative? Yeah, she is pretty creative, yeah. She's yeah. a really, uh, she's, a, she's going to school right now for, uh, What's it called? Sociology and law. Yeah. So she's really good at like writing and stuff like that. Oh, that's she's dope. a dancer as well. That's dope. Yeah. How did so, you guys meet, by the way? Um, at a show. At a show. Yeah, we've known each other for a minute before we got together, but we've always seen each other. And uh, what is it? I just started inviting her over to like my sessions. Yeah. And yeah. we just had and a lot stayed. of time. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Good move. Yeah. Good move. Wait, did you um? Were you, have you been like a girlfriend guy throughout yeah. your life? Yeah, always yes. in a relationship? Serial monogamous? Yeah. Some people, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of good friends with that yeah. that just seem to, there is something about a relationship. Yeah, I mean, Arash talked about this before because you've been on both sides yeah, right. and you've talked about the positive negatives of both sides. And I, I do feel like there's some people, like Eddie, our, our producer, mm-hmm. who I think he booked you for this. He, um, uh, he's a serial monogamous and he's yeah. been one of those people who, he's, he just seems better in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, not that he's a bad person or anything, but it just seems like, oh, that fills a certain part that he kind of always needs filled to to just feel normal. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that uh, for me, it just keeps me focused. Like, cause yeah. like, I know when I'm single, I'm just like, all I do is like sitting here and I just don't care about anything. I just be doing music. Yeah, yeah. And I go out and, you know, go to the shows. But, yeah. No, I, I, she kind of balances everything out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think... It's perfect that, you know, I have a girlfriend, especially the girl that I have now. Like, she's yeah. amazing. You know what I'm saying? She's perfect. She likes what I do. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's is, is, is good. It's great. That'd be, cra- that'd be crazy if she thought you were whack. She's like, <laughs> I love you, but you're whack. <laughs> yeah, she'd be a little, she's very straightforward and blunt, so she'd tell me if I was Oh, that helps. Yeah. That definitely but, um, helps. Have you ever, like, made a beat and had her listen to it and be like, no, this, this is shit? No, uh, right. I don't huh? think so. <laughs> so far, so good then. Right. Actually, so no. You know, yeah, there has been a time when I, think it's, only, I think it's only been one time. I don't yeah. know if she was because she was mad at me, yeah, yeah, yeah. or she was just really not thought that. But yeah, no, nah, yeah, I've when always been ended up on your forehead. You're like, huh? I wonder if she's angry at me. <laughs> it's weird. And that song went on to be big pin. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, I've always been the relationship type guy. Yeah, I, it's, it's uh, less of a headache. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy out there, man. Yeah. It's super yeah. crazy. I, I have a date after this show, actually. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> well, the ratchets keep jocking. You know? Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Curtis. yeah, yeah. Yeah, word to Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Dude, okay, so, um, like, moving forward, what's the vision, like, for, you know, for your brand in, in itself? You know, you're part of these other collectives. You work with other artists. But for you, what's the perfect scenario for you? Um... Honestly, right now, I'm still trying to figure that out. Because yeah. um, I'm about to start school again. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to be having to balance out music, which is my work, and yeah. then school, and then my girl. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, Are you going back to school for music? No, I'm going for kinesiology. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, where did that come from? <laughs> well, I mean, I like to... Like I said, I, I like to go to Sky Zone. I like to stay, yeah. like do active things. So Yeah. Or stay active, I guess. So, so working with other active people... 
yeah. through kinesiology would be dope. Yeah, I think that'd be. I think it's perfect for me. Yeah, because I feel like if I go for music, I'd be wasting time and money if I know it already. You know yeah, what I'm so. yeah. In fact, uh, again, Nerve, the photographer, he was going back to. He's going to go back to school too, and uh, he applied to an art school for photography, mm-hmm. and they they were really honest with him, and they said you probably wouldn't be learning anything until your last couple years because yeah, he's year. already a working photographer. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, you're a working producer. Probably would be a lot of. A lot of downtime. Yeah. A lot of you rolling your eyes in the classroom at the professor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make your snare snap. Um, <laughs> so you're trying to figure that out. Is has the because this is one of the things that I think a lot of artists, um, at least a, a lot of younger artists that I've talked to on the show, especially, they're always having this weird and rappers more than anything, you know. Um, but they're always having like this weird push and pull between the art. And the business and what's, you know, what should I be doing? Is it, am I sacrificing my integrity? What are your opinions on that? Because you've worked with rappers as well. I'm sure you, I'm sure you, what I'm telling you, you've heard at least here and there. Yeah. But you're also a person who has a business. You, like you said, you're in this house because of your business. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you're obviously very artistic as well. How do you find the balance? Like, what is your advice to somebody who's sitting there right now going like, man, I can never sell my shit because that's selling out. Yeah. Um, well, I, it's it's definitely different for rappers and producers mm-hmm. as far as like you know creating a brand and making a business out of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess for me, uh, I was always told just just make sure you just keep it fun. You know, yeah. just do it because you love it, and not for the money. Yeah. And the money will come, and that's how I've been living my life as far as doing music. I just I do it for fun. I'll, even if I'm doing sessions for free, yeah, I'll just make music, and. Then, People always call me. Like today, I was trying to figure out how I was going to put gas in my car. Yeah. And I got paid online for a beat. You know what I'm saying? Wow, like, things always yeah. work out yeah. in his favor. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very uh, uh, faithful about what I got going on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, with that being said, I, I, I don't I can't really give advice about that. I just I just do it for fun. You just do and for you. And then the... So, it, I, I mean, I guess the lesson is just to try. And obviously, I know people are going like, oh, easier said than done, but... Right. Believe in yourself. Well, Try I mean, to yeah. get to yourself to a place where you believe yeah. what you're doing matters. So that's that's a good yeah. point because, like, I wonder, like, I'm you are as as a professional musician, like somebody who is, you know, like I said, you're in this house due to the music. Do you look at other talented producers out there? Like, you ever run across them and you're like, fuck, like you could totally be killing it right now. But I look here's at, this I, thing that's holding you back. I look at a lot of people like that. I, I would never like. What look is at, the most common thing that you see holding people back? Uh, working, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I mean, you always have to. You, you got to have money to invest in certain things, so, right. of course. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna say that I never work because I did. That's how I got all my equipment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, once I got the equipment and found my niche and started working and just taking it serious and having fun with it, there has to be a jump off point, right? Yeah. You're saying yeah. people That's working like part. like a different job than than the music. Yeah, like well, like for like I said, for me, I worked at I started working at Jack in the Box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first job. Um, and I was producing at the time, but I, I didn't really have much equipment or anything like that. Yeah. But then once I started, you know, saving money and buying the stuff and just saying, you know what, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to just, you know, sell beats and yeah. make records right. and all that. Like, that worked out for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, even for, like, rappers, I feel like once they, you know, you know, get their fan base and, yeah, you know. At some point, be, you become, have to de- dedicate everything. Yeah, at some yeah. point, I feel like you have to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um, you know what, I heard a really cool, uh, like, way of putting it. People, uh, 
like they say, you have to, um, at some point, you have to sail the ship you make. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just keep it in the harbor forever. Like, it's yeah. just, you may, how much more are you going to put into this thing before you sail it? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and, and granted, again, we've talked about it a lot on this show that, dude, I, that part is scary. It's not supposed to not be scary, by the way, because yeah. you're talking about your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. But if all you focus on is the fear part, that's all you'll ever focus on. Yeah. You know? And I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm perfect. Like, yeah. I just, like, quit my job and things worked out. Like, there's been times where I've quit and I had to get a job again yeah. because I failed the first time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then I saw, you know, what I had to do to, yeah. you know, better myself and make money and stay consistent. Yeah. So, um... It helps you polish. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so there, there will definitely be downfalls, and that, everybody knows that. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. You gotta just keep trying, just believe in yourself. And I believe, especially in the IE, there's so much talent out here. And a lot there of people really that is, I've, I've worked with, like, they don't have to be doing what they're, they're doing now to survive. To survive. Yeah. They could be, I feel, they could yeah. be, you know, doing what they love. And you think it's survive. just a mental block? Like, they're not able to get past the, the fear part? Because really, that's what it comes down to, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It yeah. could it could be a middle thing. It could be, you know, security that they're worried about. You know That's a big so. one. That's a big one. I mean, you just said right now, I didn't know how I was going to put gas in. And some people, that scares the shit out of them. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even having a feeling like that, they're like, uh, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have that kind of worry. Because I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, you yeah, know, that, that definitely, like, I struggle with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you just don't even like, you don't like the feeling of it. Because I've had yeah, it. I had yeah. it as when I started my artistic journey, mm-hmm. I was looking like for like, it was also the same time the economy went to shit. So like, I was looking for work for like three years. Yeah. I was with my girlfriend at the time and like, we were real like broke. Yeah. Scraping by for like two or three years. And so yeah, now that like the steady income is there, uh, and I am a professional photographer, like it is, it, I am being paid to take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's still like in, in a, work setting where I have to be there from a certain hour to a certain hour and that's like training yeah Yeah, that's the only thing about you know having your own you know business or whatever Um, especially being artists like we we are um, you gotta be available for everything no matter what time that's the only thing and that can be you know yeah like you say it could be draining Mm -hmm. and and, and affect you know relationships with you know whoever like as as far as you having like plans with people and you know, that, yeah. that can yeah. definitely be affected Because sometimes by that. just showing up is part of the job, right? Yeah. yeah. That's that's the tough part. I think it's um, it's interesting because I think a lot of the times where I'll see people make mistakes when they make the jump, mm-hmm. like they'll make a jump and much like uh, you do when you were, you know, much younger, like you'll, you'll look for a job mm. as opposed to creating one. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that's a, that's a hard part because there are other skill sets you need to do that. You know, and some people do do it too early. Some people do it right at the right time. Like you said you had to get another job and then try it again. Yeah. Um and a lot of the people uh sometimes they don't ever want to do that try again thing cuz it was really scary down there. Yeah. You know, but I think that uh also believing in your own self-development has to help, you know what I mean? Like you said you're growing as a person as well. Like, you know, obviously you're learning all these different things. So I would assume that the second time around wasn't as scary because you had already yeah. tried it one time, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that, um, like, moving forward when schools... Because I got I to gotta, I gotta assume that once school starts, 
that's going to be a whole other world for you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been there before. Yeah. I'm just going back. But it's definitely going to be changing a lot of things that I have got going, or that I got going on now. Yeah. Especially, like, I have to, I mean, I'm only going two days out the week. Mm-hmm. But I got to, like, you know, focus on music and I got to do homework and yeah. I gotta study. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a lot of stuff that I got to take care of. But yeah. this could be one of those things where I just got to try it. You know what I'm saying? I just got to see... If I'm a, if it's gonna work out, and I, and I know it is, I know it's gonna work out. Yeah. Like I said, I have a lot of faith in what I got going on, but every day I'm scared. You know, what I'm yeah. saying? as far as like I'm scared that I'm gonna fail again. I think that's know, important but, to say though, man, because I think what some people do, like say they listen to your work, they're like, oh, it's so polished. He's he's working with these artists. He has a you know he's he has all this stuff, and it seems I know because I know because I've been there. Being a young person trying to figure out how to how to get to that point can be overwhelming because you mm-hmm. there's people listening to the show right now that are literally just counting the things that you're doing and going, man, how do you know how can I do that? Like you know what I mean? That that's it seems so tough. That's why I think it is important that you say it doesn't mean that I'm not scared though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still I'm still like you. Yeah, we're all human. Yeah, yeah. We all have bills to pay. I yeah. might not have as much responsibilities. Yeah, as the other person. Or vice versa, right? I'm I'm scared every day. Yeah, I'm, I'm making it happen though. It's all relative yeah. to your to your own life. What 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 do people? What can people? And, and by the way, uh, we're recording this, but people listening to this right now have been hearing your music throughout the show. Um, what can people expect coming from this this upcoming year from you? Um, right now, I'm working on an album called For Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started working on this album two years ago. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I was calling it for me is because uh, the last project I put out was four years ago. Yeah. And it was kind of like, there's just a beat tape we put out. But this time it's going to be an actual album where I have artists rapping or singing on it. Yeah. Um, I've, I've just been sitting on it for a minute and I just want to make sure it comes out perfect. Yeah. Even though it's been, what, six years now? <laughs> but it's, it's going to be called For Me. I can't even wrap my brain around the idea of, of creating working a piece of art and then not showing people for six years. <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah, as soon as I... F- I can't wait to finish it. I'm, and I actually just started working on it again like a month ago. So I'm almost I'm almost finished with it. Yeah. How do you know? How do you know when it's oh, done? Man, it's, it's, it's starting to feel good now. Oh, before okay. it was just like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to finish this. Right. But now I'm just like... I'm so, I can't wait to, to put it out. You've seen the light at the end. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm working on right now uh, for a project or an album called For Me. Me and Curtis is working on a new album as well. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and you guys have one out right now in Jubilee Year, Yeah, Jubilee right? Year, yeah. Um, what else am I working on? I have a few projects. I have a project with this rapper named Rhyme Scheme. Yeah. I, it's with uh, it's Rhyme Scheme and Armageddon. He's actually a rapper, part of Terror Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm working on... This is a lot of stuff. I'm working on a lot of stuff. I can yeah. just keep going. But and how can people, if they want to reach out to you, from a uh, just on a, on a fan level and as a business level, what are what's the process? What should they be? Doing? Oh, just just hit me up on Twitter, yeah. Facebook, Instagram. Oh gosh, Leotis on everything. Yes. Oh gosh, Sp- spell it out for them really quick so they know. Oh gosh, Leotis is O H G O S H L E O T U S. There it is. So, dude, they can call you at random hours of the night. Yeah, if they want. He's up at he's all night. Sometimes you want a friend. Yeah. If Sometimes I don't he see can come to the window. Yeah. And just knock. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Just, no, bang. just just hit me up whenever. If I don't see that night, I'm going to reply back to you the next day. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm actually kind of bad at that, but I'm getting better because <laughs> I'm, I'm not a social media person at all. Yeah, yeah. But I'm getting better at it. Right That's on. like one of my goals of 2017 is to try to get, get your likes up. 
Get your likes up, son. <laughs> Come on, man. We need you out there. You got too much talent. Man. Dude, um, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thank you guys it, for the opportunity. It really has been, uh, it, like I said, it, it has to be over a year now that we've been hearing your name pop up on the show, and you've made some of my favorite music of this last year, oh, so cool. it's really dope. Uh, people, if you are listening, I know Curtis told you, go check out Jubilee Year. It's an amazing album. It's gotten rave reviews. Um and check out everything Oh Gosh has coming out this next year. I can't wait for that. Maybe you'll come back on and promote the record when, oh, when, yeah, it, when it comes out. That'd I'm be amazing. Down. Let us know. Um, and then thank you to you. Thank yeah. you, guys. All I right. appreciate it. Thank you. You may now flush the toilet. Platform Collection dot com.